Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets going through storm fog. I want to thank you all for joining me as I share some insights I've learned and I continue to learn as I go through the storms of life. Feel free to listen to parts one through 31 of this series entitled The Storm. And I'm going to go ahead and jump into today's motivational aim, going through storm fog. And I want to focus on the story of Mary, the mother of Jesus and Joseph. And I believe that's fitting because at the release of this podcast episode, it should be Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas to you and yours. Happy holidays to you and yours. And may God continuously bless, keep, protect, provide, and favor you and yours. Now, some of you are already, or the majority of you, are aware of the story of Mary and Joseph, but I want to take this opportunity to describe how you can be following Jesus. Jesus is in you. Jesus is directing you, but you are still in a storm, and it's foggy. And it's so foggy where it's at the point where you don't even have a clue where you're going, and all you can do is trust the divine savior. Now you have Mary. Mary is a favored young lady of God who is engaged to Joseph. An angel of the Lord lets Mary know that she will give birth to an extraordinary child who would be called the son of the most high God bearing his divine nature. The child's name is Jesus and Mary his mother, was carrying the fulfillment of the Old Testament promises. So this was an honor and most definitely a blessing. But Mary would experience so many storms within storms, and those storms would impact others. One might ask, I mean, Mary is blessed. She's highly favored, and she's carrying Jesus. How was she in a storm? Why did she go through a storm of all people? Well, God spoke a blessing over Mary that would come to fruition. When God commanded Mary blessed, highly favored, and she was walking around with this unique promise that would be fulfilled through her dynamic purpose, all of that was great. It sounded great. It looked great on paper. But not everyone understands the purpose that God has planned for you and what that purpose comes with. Even if you are blessed, highly favored, and you're walking around believing the unique promises of God, there are some great things God has purposed in your life, but there will be some people who don't think you are qualified to fulfill the very things God has equipped and anointed you for. You are walking around and you're living in your purpose, but the support from those you love could dissipate and that is a storm now we have mary she's blessed she's highly favored she's in direct connection to jesus christ but she is in a storm she's in a storm of rejection uncertainty and she's feeling alone and then you have mary she's engaged to joseph and joseph finds out that mary who is a virgin She's saying she's about to have a baby all of a sudden. And we can only imagine the storms he found himself in 
when he heard the news that the woman he's engaged to, the girl he loved, the girl he cared for, the girl who was telling him she's waiting for marriage, she pops up pregnant. That's a storm right there. And not only does Mary reveal to Joseph that she is with child, she tells him that she never had any relations with the man. She is just having a baby, and the baby is the son of God. Now, there was no telling what Joseph was thinking about when his love told him that she was pregnant. He most likely could have been perplexed because nothing Mary was saying at the time made any sense in the natural eye, the natural realm. And he could have thought she was lying or trying to evade a consequence. And this could have caused a storm in his life, in their relationship. Well, it did because Joseph was about to leave her. So Joseph was going through the storms of uncertainty. He was going through storms of disbelief. He could have thought, you know what? All these ladies in this town have been trying to holler at me. They've been trying to get with me for the longest. They know I'm a catch. But I'm over here in love with Mary and she over here getting pregnant behind my back. Talking about it's God's baby. Knowing she told me she was a virgin, man. This girl right here is something else. Now, I could be with somebody else. He could have been thinking about that. But either way, he was going through a storm. And as he was about to make the necessary steps to leave Mary all the way alone, because when you read your Bible, you will see he was about to leave her. He was about to leave. An angel appears to Joseph and lets him know Mary was telling the truth. She is pregnant. She will give birth to the Son of God. And then hearing this, Joseph went on and followed through with his original plan, and that was to marry Mary. But you can identify the general sense of this story. There were so many storms taking place. But one thing we know that's going on is that Mary and Joseph, they're in their own individual storms, and then they're in a collective storm, and they are operating in the fog. The fog represents the uncertainty of what will be of their relationship with each other, what they are going through internally alone, and the storms of their mind that seem to interfere and cloud their trust in God, their belief in God's word, because they can see it's foggy, but they have to trust that Jesus is directing them in the right direction, even when they can't see and even when they are in direct relationship, proximity, communication with Jesus. Just because you are in a relationship with Jesus Christ does not mean that everything on your timetable at your time will be clear for you. The Lord will and can reveal truth and clarity and certainty and revelation to you at any point in time, it's not going to be on our timetable, our schedule, when we want it. That's where trusting in God comes into place. And that's what was going on with Mary and Joseph, and not just with them, with us as well. So Mary and Joseph, they're going through it. And I encourage you to read the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And as you read the same account from different vantage points, you will discover that Mary and Joseph were going through a storm. 
Now, as they are going through this storm, they are with Jesus the whole time. Jesus is with them. Jesus is in them. Jesus is the foundational center of their relationship and their being. Now, they don't know where they are going, but Jesus is right there in the midst and he's with them. They traveled uncharted territories in their life and Jesus was with them, directing them. They experienced ridicule from people and Jesus was right there with them. He was literally right there with them. They were following God's plan and Jesus was right there with them and they were in a storm. Jesus heard their storms of fear and uncertainty Jesus saw the fog that they were going through, how they couldn't see, even though he could. Jesus saw the storms of communication issues and misunderstandings. The storms of just feeling overwhelmed, not sure. But Jesus never left them. What if one of them would have left the storm? What if one of them would have left the fog and just walked away? Had they done that, they would have walked away from Jesus. And I believe they'd still be in a storm, walking through the fog. Because I believe whenever a person is not in relationship with Jesus, that's a storm right there within itself. Living a life without Jesus, nobody can see properly. Even if it's not foggy physically, There will be a dense fog in their mind, their spirit, their soul. Because you need Jesus to navigate you through every storm of life. It's better to be in a storm and going through fog, knowing that Jesus is with you and you are with him and he's in you and you're in him, opposed to traveling through life without him. Joseph was experiencing fog from the storm. And we see that from his initial response to the situation with Mary. From an outsider's perspective, you hear about someone who you are supposed to be engaged with. And then they tell you that they've never been with anybody. They say they're not entertaining anybody. It's just you and them. Y'all are with each other on a weekly basis, sometimes every day. You never go a certain amount of days without talking to them or seeing them. Then one day, that person tells the other person, yeah, um, about to have a baby. What would your response be if your loved one, the one who you're supposed to be in this relationship with, told you this, or... What would your response be if you were the family member or a friend of someone who came and told you, yeah, I was in a relationship or I'm engaged to so-and-so and and they said that they are about to have a baby? What would you tell that person? What advice would you give them? Think about the advice that you've given somebody that's happened. Most people, some people, some people, let me say that, would express for them to stop talking to them. They'd say, no, you leave them alone. I mean, you finish how you start. You don't want to go into something where there are lies going on. It's a lot of sneakiness taking place. You mean to tell me all this while, y'all are together, and they just so happen to tell you they're having a baby? 
What did Elsa say? Let it go. Or you might give responses where people are telling you, "Uh uh-uh, all that stuff they're doing behind you, leave them alone. And I've been wanting to tell you this for a while. They can't be trusted. I mean, they just doing too much. They are toxic. This is a toxic situation. Fantasia said you need to free yourself and you just need to start doing you because this right here, this isn't producing like the right things that God has for you. You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't for you. Or let's say some people were in Mary's ear and Mary is telling her people, you know, God put this thing in me. I mean, I'm supposed to be producing what God told me to produce. And, you know, Joseph, he's not on my team and he's about to reject me. He doesn't want to be with anymore because I'm producing and I'm bringing forth a life of what God placed on the inside of me. And I, I just don't understand. Now, what would you tell your family member, your friend, your loved one, If they came to you telling you that the person that they were with was leaving them because they were in a relationship with Jesus and they were bringing forth what God produced on the inside of you for his purpose and his glory. And you knew it to be true. You knew that they were living in their God-honoring purpose. What would you say? Some people could have responded to it like, you know what? You over here living for God. You over here following God, keeping God first, producing what God told you to produce, birthing God-honoring dreams. You out here birthing God-honoring goals. You out here birthing God-honoring growth. You're glowing with the light of Christ. And everybody sees that. But look what you're about to marry. They can't handle what God placed on the inside of you. You need to leave them because you're anointed and you're appointed. And this right here is letting you know if y'all get together, y'all will be disjointed. Let it go. And you know how you are when you hear some stuff, some kind of scandal right before somebody's about to get involved in something or someone. What are you over there trying to do? Talk them out of it? Especially if you love the person, if it's a family member or a friend, you don't want to see them go through any type of hurt. So you're trying to safeguard the situation. Like, no, 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 don't do it. You don't have to. So we can only imagine what was going on with Mary and Joseph with their loved ones telling them what they should and what they shouldn't do. And this whole situation was a storm for Mary and Joseph. They had one person, well, one person was thinking one thing and the other person knew the truth and Jesus was the only one who could fix that storm. Mary couldn't make Joseph see the truth. Only Jesus could do that. Only God could do that. And sometimes if you're walking in your purpose and people don't understand and they want to leave, you can't make anybody stay. You can't make anybody think like you think. You can't make people see through your lens of revelation. You can't do it. Only thing you can do is continue doing what God called you to do. Continue walking in your purpose and allow God to reveal the truth to the other person. And it's still up to them if they're going to accept it or reject it or not. It's not for us to do. God reveals 
when he reveals, the way he reveals. It's not for us to be trying to make people see what God put on the inside of us and for them to be happy about it and to accept it. You are setting yourself up for failure if you do that. Even if it's your loved ones, the people you care about, your friends who are about to walk away from you because things don't make sense. You have to continue doing what God commanded and called you to do despite how people, some people, will walk away from you because it's not going according to how they would do things and the natural order of things and how it worked for everybody else. Sometimes these individuals don't know that God positioned you and that person together to do some dynamic things together for a reason and for his purpose. But sometimes people just walk away. They go to things that they think they know that they're comfortable with, and they miss out on an opportunity that they can never get back with that person or with that thing. It can come a different way, but it's not going to come through that way that God originally set up for them. But God reveals the truth to Joseph. Joseph stays with Mary. He leaves her. He's still going to marry her, but he's still facing storms every day, and she is also. They are dealing with their own individual storms and a collective storm. And they are in the fog. But even though they're in the fog, God is in the fog. Well, God is in their fog with them. Because even though it's foggy, it's not foggy to Jesus. It's not foggy to God. They can see straight through fog. Fog is nothing to them. But when we're going through uncertainty and we're going through these patches of just not knowing and doubt, God is still there and he can still guide us through. And he is walking with us every step. And in their case, Jesus was walking with them and he was with them with every step they took. And have you ever been in a situation like that? You're in a storm because of something God called you and told you to do? Let's think about it. Noah... He was in a literal storm, a for real storm. And it was because something God told him to do. Not only was he in that physical storm, he had to deal with emotional storms, personal storms, storms with his family, all types of storms within storms on top of storms while he was in the storm. And just like God was there with Noah every step of the way, God was, and Jesus was right there with Mary and Joseph. And we read in God's word how when Mary and Joseph had no idea how things would turn out, God sent messengers. God sent confirmation. God cleared up the fog at times so they could get to their destination. They were going to get there, but he cleared up the fog so they could have a sense of assurance and confidence. And God does that with us. God has called you to do something that honors him. Where he will get the glory and praise as you fulfill your purpose. But a storm might accompany the call along with the fog. The fog could be there so that you are forced to trust God. The fog could be there because it is not meant for you to know everything in totality. It's not meant for you to look at everything thinking that you just have it under control. It's for you to understand that God is in control. 
It's meant for you to lean and depend on God because the purpose given too soon could overwhelm you. So God is allowing you to see something bit by bit, little by little. God knows what he's doing when he puts the fog before us. In Romans, the eighth chapter and the 28th verse states, one thing we know is that all things are working together for the good of those who love the Lord and who have been called according to his purpose. God knows when to lift the fog and command the storm to cease. Remember, as you journey through these storms of life and you don't know which way you're going, Jesus is with you. Jesus knows where he's going. And he'll never put you in a situation where you have to fend for yourself. Jesus is not out here sleeping, leaving you to figure out life on your own. Our aim is to invite Jesus in, just like Mary did. Mary invited Jesus in. God told her who she was in him, but she still invited Jesus into her life so that she could produce God-honoring fruit. She invited Jesus in, and Jesus never left her. He never left her. And that's the same with us. Now, we must pray, and we must go in the direction where Jesus is leading us. When we're going the wrong way, Jesus knows how to direct us on what to do. Jesus knows how to guide our feet where we turn the right ways. Jesus will reveal to us who can be trusted, who we need to let go. But we have to be rooted in him. We have to be established in him. We have to be one with him. We have to put him above all others, even if it means losing relationships. If it's meant to be, Jesus knows how to establish and reestablish and restore relationships. Don't be discouraged when you see the fog. Know that in due time, what you're going through will be revealed. And a scripture I would like to leave you with is Joshua, the first chapter in the ninth verse, which reads, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I selected this scripture for you as a reminder that yes, storms hit our lives. And yes, some storms come with fog. And although we can't see through the fog of life, it doesn't mean that Jesus can't see. And it doesn't mean that Jesus is not guiding us through the fog. When life's challenges appear, remain encouraged that Jesus can see through the storm and he can see through the fog. Just stay connected in him, with him, so that he can bring you through it all. All right? Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrobryant.com where you can sign up to receive your Aim Towards the Target weekly encouragement on the website. You can select from a variety of Bible plans you can complete individually or in a group setting. I also have inspiring apparel available. You can check out my Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app. And feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. May God continue to protect, bless, strengthen, and cover you and all who belongs to you as you keep him first 
and aim towards your God-honoring targeted goals, whether you are in a storm or not. Don't forget his promise that those that love him, he is working all things together for their good. Okay? Peace and God bless.